baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are living in a country. We have an epidemic. We have a we have a pandemic in this country. I guess it's not a pandemic. That would be a global thing. Uh, we have an epidemic in this country, and it's an epidemic of mental illness. And it is one of those things where you have to realize that that a lot of this is culturally induced by social media, by woke policies, by corporate boardroom BS. Somebody said out at, uh, was it Michelin, that their DEI initiatives out at Michelin were absolutely off the charts? This is it. I mean, everybody's a victim. And when you teach that everybody's a victim, then guess what? Everybody's going to believe that they're a victim. And that's what they are. So all of a sudden, over the past couple of years, we've really seen an explosion in all of this trans stuff popping up. In fact, I saw a study the other day that uh, that 75% of Gen Zers consider themselves either gay, bisexual, or non-binary. 75%. That's a huge number, folks. It's a huge number. And we're allowing this to happen. In Montana, some parents just lost their daughter because this daughter, and a very similar story happened right here in South Carolina in the upstate. Not a whole lot of people talked about it. We had the mom on the show. So the government took this couple's daughter away from them because the family opposed the daughter's transition to a boy. A family in Glasgow, Montana, is accusing the state's child protective services of kidnapping their teenage daughter after the girl began to identify as a transgender boy. Krista and Todd Kolstad spoke uh, about their ordeal, revealing that the child had been removed from their care and was now going to be sent to Canada. Canada. Krista, the child's stepmother, explains that their nightmare started back in August of 2023 after they got a call that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, not a real name, had expressed suicidal ideations while at school. They said she'd always had problems in school. But despite experiencing some real-world hardships, uh, Krista claims Jennifer uh, also had some undiagnosed mental health concerns, including attention-seeking behavior. Later that same evening, a caseworker showed up to speak with Jennifer and do an inspection. Chris had been preparing dinner at the time, invited the caseworker to tour the residence despite both of her and her husband being distressed by the sudden appearance. During the interview, Jennifer claimed to have consumed toilet bowl cleaner and painkiller medications that day in an effort to commit suicide. Krista said that it had immediately struck her as being highly unlikely, as not only did Jennifer not have access to e- either substance unmonitored, but that Jennifer had expressed no symptoms of illness that day. So their doubts about the authenticity of Jennifer's claims, 
Krista and Todd agreed to take Jennifer to a local hospital on an emergency basis. Blood work returned that Jennifer had not consumed any toxic substances. Christopher and Todd, they provided those medical records to, to the media. But that night at the hospital, Jennifer identified as male and wanted to be called Leo. They were very clear with the emergency room staff that this, does, that this goes against their values, their morals, and their religious beliefs. But the hospital staff refused to listen. They told me to call their lawyer if I have an issue, um, as they will do what the patient tells them. While the medical transitioning of minors was prohibited in the state of Montana at the time, Krista says the hospital told her that social transitioning was a gray area and continued to call Jennifer Leo and referred to her as, her as a boy. As the patient admitted for suicidal ideations, Jennifer was placed on 24-7 watch to keep her safe. But Krista said the aide was placed outside of her door who would regularly talk to Jennifer about gender-affirming care. She said, I came in one day and she was talking about having top surgery and being non-binary. She took her complaint to the on-duty doctor who dismissed her. He said, why are you not more concerned about your daughter trying to harm herself than what the aide is talking about? Another aide who had been set to watch over Jennifer chastised Krista, telling her to respect Jennifer's wishes to be called Leo. They took her daughter away. Took her daughter away. This is amazing. Republic, and what is even worse, Republican Montana Governor Greg Gianforte said that state officials acted within their legal limitations by removing the child from parents who objected to her transitioning gender identity. Montana Child and Family Services officials took custody of the 14-year-old girl. Ah. Ta-da! Ta-da! A so-called Republican governor standing by this. This and again, I mean, this is. I mean, we know that the wacky liberals are behind this, but they're being supported by so-called Republicans. That's disgusting. It really is. So this this little girl, a fourteen years old, obviously has a problem. Obviously has a problem. So what? Child Protective Services are doing is they are encouraging that problem. They're encouraging her transitioning. And, and even more so, they took her out of the home. So I have a real serious question. Who does your child belong to? Now, I understand that there are some cases where a child needs to be removed from a home. I get that totally, 100%. But because a family disapproves of a child transitioning, that's obviously a mental health issue. And this child needs people who actually care. So what's the future of this child hold? Nothing. Nothing. Write this kid off. Write this kid off. They will never, never will they be a satisfactory relationship. Never will she be able to hold down a job. Never will she be able to uh, get any sort of higher education. She is probably going to be doomed to a life of poverty and, more likely, drug addiction and abuse because these people wanted to coddle her and 
play along in her game when it was obviously a mental health problem. So if I, if you know, if I say, "Hey, I'm I'm a I'm a lamppost. I'm a lamppost. Look at me. I'm a lamppost. Everybody, I'm a lamppost." You have to go along with it. Unbelievable. It's 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 so disgusting. What's going on in this country? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.